Hello, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another NAREV training. Uh, my name is Estefania Borns. I am the Director of Governmental Affairs here for the, our chapter, NAREV Twin Cities. And today we got the honor to have three awesome guests. They're going to help you, us learn about more about social media marketing and the strategies uh, so we can use them to grow in our business and be successful. And I am super excited to um, introduce Emily Raguz. And also, um, Wen Townsend, you're going to be showing on the screen soon. Uh, Emily and Wen are in the same team. They're the like power team. And uh, we also have Joe Reese. And Joe is our social media business specialist. I am super excited to have everybody with us today. And um, yeah, what, uh, Wen and Emily, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves first of all? Well, Wen and I have been teamed up for about five years. I've been in the real estate business for um, about six years. I was in TV news prior to that as a reporter and anchor. Um, and Wen has been in the business for about 12 years. Mm -hmm. 12 we years. Yeah. <laughs> we started off doing first-time homebuyer seminars together and realized we worked out really well together. And then we formed a team. That's pretty great. Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Sure. So I run a business called uh, Social Eye Marketing. I've been doing that for uh, seven years now. I've been focusing on social media marketing, content building, and uh, managing ads for clients. Um, oddly enough, I actually was a real estate agent back in the early 2000s. So I was in the real estate mortgage field for uh, 12, almost 13 years. Um, uh, back so you know what we're and whatnot. So I, I know a lot about the industry. Um, so I have a lot of friends in there. I work with some uh, real estate clients still. So yeah, I just um, I, I I love I love the industry and uh, just happy to be here to help you guys out. Awesome. Well, we are so thankful for to having you all, guys. Uh, let's get into the juicy part. Uh, we have some questions. Um, first question, I guess. Oh, we'll go. Let's Emily and one first again. Uh, how much time do you guys invest into social media marketing and what platforms do you guys like the best? Currently, we spend at least 10 hours a week on okay. social media marketing. Um, we use a variety of platforms. We basically spend our time planning. The posting doesn't take so long for us anymore. We currently use a social media manager. But prior to that, we created all the posts ourselves. Um, but we spend time one day a week, coming up with a plan for the week. At the beginning of the year, we come up with a plan for the year. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. I mean, picking a social media site could be pretty overwhelming. There's a lot to choose from. So we started off thinking about what we can do for free first mm -hmm. and what we're good at managing first. So we you know, did our YouTube YouTube channel, our Google business page, and we did quick live videos on Instagram and Facebook to start. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, and we we um, have kind of kept it to those. So we want to make sure that we're not doing everything because we wouldn't be able to do everything well. So we're not on TikTok. We're not on Snapchat. Um, our primary focus is on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. And Joe, how much time do you guys do you recommend normally to you know your clients and all that? Yeah, obviously, um, it's going to vary. I know um, you have kind of two different elements to look at between broker and agent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but on the agent side of things, um, I would suggest at minimum at least one hour per day um, of of posting and engaging with um, with your with your following as well. Definitely. And um, do you, Joe? Do you recommend any any special technology to have? I know we all have our phones, but is there any special equipment that we maybe should purchase? Lights, microphones. Yeah, you know, uh, you don't have to get too crazy with it. I mean, um, I mean obviously it depends on your budget and, and where you're at in the process of things. Um, if you're an established real estate agent, obviously you you might have a little bit more wiggle room, a little bit bigger of a budget to um, to purchase some, you know, some higher grade cameras and lighting and whatnot. But do you absolutely need it? Uh, um, Yes and no. I guess it's um, you know, like I said, it depends on on your budget and your goals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to be going using it to go live often? Are you going to be, you know, run and gun, you know, with somebody following you a lot? They're, you know, then you might have to upgrade the technology mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah. to start off, you know, I mean, these these things right here work just fine. They, I mean, you got 1080 HD quality on these phones and. Everything's going on social media anyways. And, you know, I mean, sometimes the more raw, the better, to be honest with you. Definitely. Emily and when do you guys have anything that you recommend that's something, the tools that you use? Yeah, if um, I'll have Wen bring up the PowerPoint, I know she has it ready um, to go. Um, but yeah, obviously the phone—that's your first thing that you absolutely need. Um, we also use a camera as well. Um, are you able to bring that up? When is it? There we go. No one is going. Perfect. So yeah, you absolutely have to have at the bare minimum a phone. Yeah. Um, then you should have a gimbal or tripod, for sure a microphone. Lighting is kind of an optional thing. And then an editing platform for your videos and Adobe Spark is something we highly recommend. And so um, we'll go kind of the slides here. Um, So the phone or camera. So start with your phone and then progress to the camera. I would say if you are finding yourself consistently shooting video, Um, the one that we purchased was the Sony um, A6400. It's $900. So that's a huge investment. Um, but this one allows you to flip up the camera to be able to watch yourself when you're shooting videos because you're going to be probably not having a <laughs> photographer or videographer there. Yeah. Um, it has a very fast autofocus rate. And so um, I actually referred to some photojournalists in the news field when picking out our camera. And they really recommended that going with Sony over Canon or Nikon is better from the video aspect. They have much better with the anti-shake and the autofocus is faster than some of those other brands. Um, And to be clear, Emily's way more savvy with this stuff than I am. And I can tell you that this camera is easy, really, really easy to use even for me. So. (laughs) Well, awesome to know. I also uh, just want to let everybody know uh, when and Emily had gave us permission to share the PowerPoint later. So yeah, we'll share it to everybody that signed up. We'll give it to our national group and we'll share it. Yeah. And so all of these have links so you can easily get to the different products. So gimbal, um, especially with all the virtual showings, everything being so um, heavily virtual now, I would definitely recommend a gimbal. We use the one that was um, music for our iPhone that we bought from um, just Apple. And the nice thing about that is it will actually trace you. So um, if you're moving, the, the phone will follow you. Um, so that's great. So that's going to prevent some of that shakiness. Mm-hmm. The tripod we have, um, 
is again, a more expensive tripod. I probably wouldn't recommend that if you're just starting out. Um, I put a more affordable option there as well. But the thing when looking for a tripod is you want it to be um, you don't want it to be flimsy because if you're going to be outside shooting, you don't want the wind to potentially be able to knock it over. So a solid tripod. And then um, for the tripod, you'll see that jellyfish mount. That's so that you can mount your phone on top of there if you're not using a camera. Okay. So yeah, I didn't know about the jellyfish mounts. Yeah. And to be clear, we didn't start off with everything we're going to show you. We kind of built on it over time as we realized we were committed to doing the videos, then it was worth it to invest. The microphone, hands down though, you should be investing in a microphone. Um, If you don't sound good, people are not going to continue to watch. Mm -hmm. So um, we started off with the wired lav mics. Rode is a really good brand. Um, I wouldn't go the absolute cheapest with a microphone because again, you want that quality to be to be good. So I would invest a little bit more here. Um, and then there's adapters you can buy to just plug right into your phone if you're going the phone route. And then we eventually upgraded to the wireless microphones just to make it easier for us. Cool. Lighting, we have portable lighting. Um, you don't necessarily need to buy lighting. The, the easiest trick is to go to a window and stand in front of it and then just shoot um, back at you. So you're getting all of that natural light. Just make sure that there's not another window behind you. Um, But the ring lights are very popular right now. You can stick your phone inside of them. um, And those are really inexpensive too. So um, that's something we'd recommend. We have these portable lighting kits that are around 160 bucks. We don't use those all the time. We pretty much just use those when we are shooting um, like listing videos because we do. It's part of our marketing plan. We shoot a listing video for every single listing, no matter the price point. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's more of like a video tour. You think like HGTV kind of like in a condensed scale. Mm-hmm. For those. Yeah. Uh, I have one more question. Well, I have a lot of questions, actually. <laughs> but how much do you guys spend, uh, Joe, how much, how much do you recommend we invest into boosting these ads or how much you recommend how much time we to create the organic, uh, posts and all that? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think there's, um, I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at this. Obviously, budget is I mean, the number one thing for everybody. Um, how much can you realistically afford? Um, and then there's, uh, you know, there's other things. I mean, we have we have some clients who only spend $250 a month on, on ads. And we have some corporate clients that spend $25,000 a month on ads. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it's again, it depends on what your goals are and what you're trying to do. Organic content is not dead. Uh, contrary to the belief of many people, um, it, it just depends on what content you're actually putting out there. If you're putting out good quality content, uh, your your page is going to be jumping. It's going to be more live. You know, you're going to get more engagement. Um, the type of content you're posting really does matter. So, okay. um, as far as the budget goes, like I said, what what you can realistically afford, and then understanding the differences between a boosted post a regular boosted post and an actual ad there, there is a bit of a difference there because on the, especially in Facebook ads and the Facebook ads platform on the back end, you can go into a, a lot more in-depth targeting with, uh, with your ads than a regular boost. Mm-hmm. Emily and when, how about you ladies? What do you guys do? You know, paid ads versus organic. 
content. We started off doing a lot of boosting and using the business manager to run ads. And we started off with a, a small budget. You know, we did our annual budget for the year for marketing and allotted about two to fifty a month for mm-hmm. Facebook ads and boosts. Um, now we've kind of converted to more organic reach because we find that we get a we personally get a better result off of organic reach for what we want from our social media and we only really run the boosted post or ads when it involves a listing or an open house yeah so i have uh, people asking me what do you guys recommend going live from your personal page versus business page and i know joe what do you think about that yeah, it, it depends. You know, some people some people like to keep their their personal page completely private. Um, if you're if, if you if you are the brand, which most real estate agents are, um, I recommend using both um, okay. because you you do want to stay in the the eyes of your 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 close sphere of influence as well as your. Uh, public followers. So definitely utilize both platforms. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have one more page, one, one more questions. Actually, um, this is from a panelist that says, when we try to advertise for Facebook, it flags us uh, when we have too many words in our photo. But then uh, I see a lot of words in all in other time and in, in other ads. How do you go around that? Well, Facebook recently lifted the the eighty twenty rule. On, on those um, yeah. those ads, but um, sometimes it just takes finagling, and 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 sometimes it's not even the photo itself; it's the actual ad copy that you've written. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they they weigh in, on, you know, the the verbiage on your photo and the the ad copy itself or what. But sometimes Facebook is finicky, you know; it's all run ran by bots, so. Mm-hmm. It's it's just trial and error a lot of the times, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my experience in myself that it was like a tiny little change and boom, it's working now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, but let's get into the ROI. Um, going back to 2020, Emily and when, uh, what was your ROI via, you know, the social media platforms and what platforms did you use? One second, I will pull up a share while Emily talks about what platforms we use. <laughs> Yeah, so we we pretty much just use the we use Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and um, and so we are posting to those in a minimum um, of once a day. We're also sharing to the stories, and then we're um, our social media manager has been creating highlight reels for us. Um, and like Wen said, we before we're using our social media dollars for boosting and ads, but instead we've taken that and directed that towards the social media manager. So it's our content, but it's just making sure that that consistency is there. And so she kind of handles that for us. Oh, that's awesome. So for us on ROI, we we use our social media to develop our brand identity and familiarity. Um, we want to build engagement. And we know every time, you know, a friend or family member or past client refers us, the first thing that person is going to do is research us online <laughs> and, and kind of see who we are. And we want to make sure they find like this full active online presence. And we want it to be clear who we are and that we're experts at what we do. Um, every year we tweak this, you know, how we do it. Like we said, we just added a social media manager and we've switched to more organic. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so 
to me, measuring your ROI is more about your goal. What is it you're trying to do? You know, you're trying to gain followers. You're trying to build identity. Are you trying to build a reputation? Are you looking for a buyer or seller? We certainly do that sometimes too. I think if you can be really specific in what your goal is, that's how you are personally going to measure your ROI. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was just, I was just going to say, you know, um, ROI is really subjective to, to what the, your end goal is. Um, Yep. And you pretty much covered it. Or do you want to, you know, get no, followers? Do you want engagement? I mean, that's it's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have another question that comes uh, up. Um, how did you locate your good social media manager? And um, if you feel comfortable, how much around do you spend sharing with that, you know, sharing that? And, um, you know, there's a lot of agents that are just starting. So their budgets are not so big. Um, what do you suggest they do if they cannot hire a social media manager right now? Yeah, I mean, if you're just starting out, you probably can handle, you know, doing the social media aspect, because especially in the beginning, you're kind of sitting there at the office like, OK, you know, what should I be doing now? Well, you can definitely put the hours into that and more hours into it. Um, we currently spend $600 a month for our social media manager. She um, does 10 hours a week. Okay. Yeah. And so we, like one said, we just recently got to the point, our business grew 40% last year. And so we just got to a point where we couldn't um, keep going at the pace with us doing everything. And so while we're still very hands-on on what our social media is going to have on it. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of took some of the workload off of us, if that yeah. makes sense. And and before yeah. we found this particular woman that we're using, we actually ran an ad on St. Thomas's website. And you can find a lot of students if you're on like a budget and you want to, you know, interview students that are doing internships and need the experience. St. Thomas is a great place to go to, to put up an ad. That's awesome. And the, the, the woman that we found um, is actually a past client who is starting up um, a social media business where she was um, creating like web design and stuff. And so she just seemed like um, personality wise, she'd be a good fit for us. And I think that that's like one of the big things, making sure that it's somebody who you're going to jive with personality wise and is going to be able to kind of exude your personality onto social media. We didn't want somebody who was stiff like our um, part of our brand is that we're like fun, lighthearted. Obviously, we take the deals very seriously, mm-hmm. but um, we want people to enjoy the experience. Um, and so that was something that we were looking for with her for sure. Um, and I was trying to, so I, I don't know um, with, well, I, I kind of lost my train of thought on the next thing I was going to say. What do you want to add to that one? I think you covered it. <laughs> I saw Joe going like this. Come on, Joe. Yeah. Use your phone. <laughs> Use your phone. You've got you've got your you've got the power right in your hands right here. Um, you know, until you're ready and can afford it, you know. I agree. Yeah. And I think um one of the things and I, I went through it, right? Like where I'm making a video, I'm trying to make everything look perfect and I put the stress on myself so much. I make like one video and it takes me like 20 minutes because I'm doing it and doing it again. Um, what do you guys recommend about that? I just heard like, just go for it. Yeah. Right. Like people are now looking for how your hair yep. looks or your makeup. Yeah. Yeah, Throw perfection out the window for sure. <laughs> I mean, even if you watch people who are on TV, they're, you know, their words are not flawless. They are still making mistakes when they're speaking. And so you can't hold yourself to the standard that's unobtainable. It's more important to get your face out there because people want to see you. And to be relatable. 
Yeah. 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 That was just literally was going to say that it, it, you know, just, just human nature, you're going to draw who you relate to. Um, everybody talks, if speaks differently, everybody flubs, everybody, you know, and sometimes it's, uh, it's funny and you'll get comments making fun of you, but that's fine because that's engagement with gets you uh, higher in the algorithm anyway. So just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Being funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, sorry, I just saw a question pop up. Uh, what if you don't have that many followers to be your videos and posts? Keep doing it. <laughs> it just takes time. Posting. Yeah. yeah. Just keep going. It takes time and don't be shy about inviting your friends or family to, and and other realtors, you know, even to Mm -hmm. like your page and to connect with you. Definitely. Especially since we, you know, connect so much and all the deals. Um, How long did you guys see, um, how long did it take for you guys to see a return? You know, like sometimes we're trying something, we're trying for a month and eh, it's not working. And maybe we needed to go a month and a week, you know, Uh, how long did you guys take you guys to grow that 40%? Well, I mean, it's, it's consistency. I mean, every single week we're putting out a tip Tuesday mm-hmm. and that's something that we feel like can be a good resource for our clients. Um, I know we put an example in case you guys want to watch one on the PowerPoint. Um, but I mean, it's, we were growing at a rate of 20% every single year. And then this year it just exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just sticking with it because it's not going to happen immediately. I mean, you have to probably just commit to it for the next two years before, you know, you can really see some solid results. It's kind of like geo farming. Um, you know, you have to be consistent with that as well. And social media is just the same. Yeah. So I think the thing to take away from that is consistency, you know, and at some point it's just, it's just going to go, you know? Yeah, definitely. Relevant content. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about content, you know, I heard the 80-20 rule, like mostly 80% your personal life and who you are and 20% business. And, you know, these are the houses that I'm selling and stuff like that. Uh, what is work with for you? Uh, and Joe, what do you recommend? Is there like a sauce? Yeah, you know, you have to see what your your audience wants first off. Um, so that's take some experimentation and seeing what content actually works. Uh, but I suggest at minimum a three to one ratio of three non-business related pieces or, you know, not selling, you know, pieces of content to, to one, you know, the the less you sell, the better, uh, just because people are being sold to everywhere they turn these days. So you have to figure out what's going to separate yourself from the rest of your, your field. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, definitely. Emily and I take the angle of just being useful. You know, we just want to be of service and do our job well. And everything we put out is information that hopefully will be useful to a seller or a buyer or someone who owns a home. You know, we just want... So we don't put a sales pitch. We don't ask for business when we're doing it. We just simply offer up information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like yeah. to, you know, we'll put day in the life stuff. We'll also, a lot of times it's showings. I mean, how often do you see just strange things in homes? Like you should be snapping <laughs> pictures of all of that stuff yeah. and posting it to your social media. And you don't have to post it right away. Like, you know, create that content planner and plan. Okay, this is going to go tomorrow. This one's going to go the next day. Like you don't have to just put it all on at once. It's good to kind of make sure yeah. that consistency is there. People like but a little humor. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when you're when you're 
creating content, try to keep three things in mind uh, for the type of content you're creating. You want to create content that educates or entertains or engages people. What's going to what's going to cause people to engage with your content? So keep those three elements in mind when you're you're planning out your content and and it'll help you. It'll help guide you really well when we're planning just content for clients. Sometimes we're we're bat, we're shooting content that will batch out for 30 day, 30 to 30 to 90 days, really. So okay. we use all three of those elements in each one. Yeah, definitely. That's a great tip. You know, guys, the time flies and I want to thank you so much for being here with us. I know that a lot of people have probably a lot of questions. Um, thank you again. And if there's anything else, one last tip that you will share with like people that are just starting or are already in the business, um, we will have to hear those tips. I think just stick with it. Don't be shy. Definitely. Yeah, just, just stick with it. Um, keep going with the, just experiment, have fun with it all. You know, you're going to get over camera shyness the more you, the more you do it. So people want to see your face regardless of what you believe. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I guess I do have one more question really quick before we go. Uh, do you recommend we like, you know, Marip, Hispanic, and some of us do speak Spanish and English, do you guys recommend we, do, we create that content bilingually, like the same thing in both languages? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If, if you're going to create um, Spanish content, uh, definitely do it and then target Spanish speakers. Mm -hmm. with, with your so, yeah. yeah, it's creating that uh, relationship and the trust with people that are going to see us on the other side, right? Yep, exactly. And it'd yeah. be easy with an Instagram, you know, to have highlight reels where, you know, people can go to those for Spanish or English, you know, and you can have them separated that way. That is pretty cool. So um, it says live from Facebook and share your YouTube or live on YouTube and share to Facebook. Somebody live on Facebook, share yeah. YouTube. That's what we do. Yeah, do everything natively, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, you have to think of it this way. Why would, what is Facebook going to push you up higher in the algorithm with is, um, something directly on Facebook, keeping people there, or are they going to, you know, want you to leave their platform and go watch you on YouTube? So when you're, oh. you're posting, when you're thinking about different platforms, always post natively. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good question. That's almost one of the last questions we have. And seriously, thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, I'm super excited that I got to learn from you. Uh, we love to share your Instagram handles and uh, Facebook pages so we can follow you and learn a little bit more about you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And um, we wanted also to thank you all our sponsors. Um, Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, thank you uh, for all the support. We are very uh, happy to have you. And um, we want to say a special thank you to our diamond sponsors, Bay, Bay Equity Home Loans, um, our silver sponsors, Country Financial and US Bank, um, our bronze sponsor, Coldwood Banker, Midwest One Bank, uh, Old National Bank, and Pillar Title. Uh, Wells Fargo and Home Mortgage. Seriously, thank you so much for your support. Uh, we are looking forward to grow more with you guys uh, this 2021. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Bye.